Welcome to the March Podcast for the Listen Project. I'm Chris Noga, your host, founder, and chief archivist, and my mission is to preserve and share the great music that came out of Northeast Ohio from the mid-1970s through the end of the 20th century. This project allows me to combine my love of history with my passion for music. I was fortunate to play a small part in the Cleveland music scene of the late 1980s and early 90s as a guitarist and chief songwriter for North by Northwest. We released one 7-inch single and one cassette EP in 1991, and released one cassette single and appeared on the first Cleveland Music Group CD compilation in 1992. North by Northwest played only a handful of live shows between 1989 and 1993, but I had the opportunity to meet and hang out with a number of cool musicians and watch them perform both live and in the studio. Over the past year, through the Listen Project, I've been able to reconnect with many that I knew and connect with many more that I didn't have the chance to know 30 years ago. These monthly podcasts are my way of bringing back timeless music from the North Coast to those who were there for the first time and to a new generation of listeners. I've got a lot of great music for you this month, so let's get started. Kicking off this month's podcast, we heard I Could Pretend from The Holy Cows. This was the lead-off track for their one and only album, We Never Heard of You Either. The song was also featured on the 1988 Play Records compilation, Exhibit C. The Holy Cows were guitarist Keith Pickering, drummer Eric Kerman, and bassist vocalist Paul Compier, using the pseudonyms K. Holstein, E. Wilde, and B.D. McWilde, respectively. Next up, from the legendary Wild Giraffes, right now, from the 1981 album of the same name. Last month at the project website, www.listenclevelandmusic.com, I posted a history of the band, and I was humbled to find a comment from Wild Giraffe lead vocalist Chris King about the post. Check out the article when you finish the podcast for more about the band. Last up, from Kent, Ohio, 
the Twist Offs gave us another day off their 1987 debut EP, Looking for Bugs. Led by guitarist, vocalist Eric Walter, while the lineup has shifted over the years, the Twist Offs are still playing out today. They were at the Water Street Tavern in Kent this past January. There's a common thread among these first three songs. The Holy Cow albums and the Twist Offs EP were both released on Herb Jackson Records, the label owned and operated by two members of the Wild Giraffes, drummer Al McGinty and original bassist Chris Burgess. Let's move on to hear a track from one of the best blues and blues rock guitarists I have the pleasure of knowing personally. The player is Bill Capuano and the band is Blue Taxi. The band was a family affair with Billy's brother Bob on drums and Bob's wife Teresa on keyboards and vocals. This track also includes Bill Euler on bass and Jeff Merrill on harmonica and vocals. Billy and I live in the same town, and I've gotten to know him over the past 10 years as we frequented some of the same jam nights. In addition to being a talented player, he's truly one of the nicest guys I know. From their eponymously titled 1990 cassette EP, here's Looking For My Baby by Blue Taxi.
for My Baby was also featured on the Cleveland Music Group 1992 CD release, a compilation put together for distribution at the South by Southwest Music Festival, the annual music festival held in Austin, Texas. Sadly, Bob Capuano passed away several years ago, but Billy is still performing currently with his bands Strange Brew and Mississippi Wheelhouse, and is with later Blue Taxi bassist Kurt England as the Blue Taxi duo. Now let's get back to some great music. Here's one from the Friends.
That was Little Dreams from the French Leonards. Guitarist, vocalist, chief songwriter Tom Jara has played in one of the final versions of The Wild Giraffes. The song was included on Exhibit C from John Latimer's Play Records and also appeared on the band's 1989 cassette EP titled Relations. Over the past years, Jara's drummer Jerry Gavlak and saxophonist Mike Sherma have reunited for occasional live performances in the Cleveland area. Before the French Leonards, we heard the Beatnet Turntmites and Circles from their 1990 self-titled EP. 
This track was also featured on the Jim Clevel presentation's fifth and final compilation, Clearing the Air, also released in 1991. The Termites were at the forefront of what became the pop-punk movement of the 90s and consisted of drummer Reggie Silvestri, guitarist and vocalist Pat Kim, and bassist Brian P. McCafferty, who it seemed like was in just about every band in Cleveland from 1983 onward, including Strictly Physical with drummer Ron Musar from Slam Bamboo, The Reactions with Dave Swanson of the Rainy Day Saints, and The Unknown with vocalist Ken Blaze. Leading off that set was And It's So by the Franz from their 1994 debut Spirograph. The band was formed by bassist Greg Golia and the Lashua brothers, Brett on drums, and Derek on guitar. But when Mandy, vocalist Mandy Lasko signed on, the Franz found the right voice for the perfect shoegaze sound. The Franz had about a five-year run before disbanding. Lasko and Derek Lashua went on to form the trip-hop project Racer Mason in 2002. You're listening to the March Podcast from the Listen Project. My name is Chris Noga, and I am the founder and chief archivist for this project, and your host today. The folk rock scene in Cleveland in the early 90s was strong. Bands like the Walk-Ins, Jehovah Waitresses, and the Waynes were incredibly popular. This next band stood out due to the interweaving vocals from two female lead vocalists, former Walk-Ins vocalist Anna Nausea, a.k.a. Anne-Marie Kovac, and Eugenia Dare, a.k.a. Eugenia Tackett, of the Normans. With former Gypsy Moths bassist Mike Reuven on bass, Kid Keenan on drums, Artemis Broccoli on percussion, and Howard Missenmacher on guitar, from their 1990 self-titled debut cassette EP, here are the Dandelion People with Nine Reasons Why.
As I've noted before, the Northeast Ohio music scene in the 80s and 90s featured several different genres. Zaza was probably the most well-known contemporary hard rock band in Cleveland at that time. Much did, much as Van Halen, uh, Zaza took its name from their lead guitarist, Neil Zaza. This track, Wild and Forever, was the first released on, was first released on the band's Just Get It EP in 1989 and on their full-length album, Party with the Big Boys, in 1991. But by 1992, Zaza had run its course, and Neil began a solo career. Every December, Neil performs his One Silent Night at the, at the Palace Theater in Cleveland, bringing his neoclassical guitar style to traditional holiday songs. Before Zaza, we heard Bombs Away from Serious Nature. The core of Serious Nature was keyboardist vocalist Michael Carlozzi and drummer Timothy Caskey. Bombs Away was released as a 7-inch single in 1988 and also appeared on the Play Records compilation Exhibit C that same year. It features backing vocals of Shannon Carey from Mr. Sensible. Timothy Caskey went on to play in the second version of The Adults in the early 90s. He was another person who reached out to me early when I announced the Listen Project, sending me an MP3 file of Bombs Away. Leading off the set was Nine Reasons Why by the Dandelion People. 
The track was also featured on the 1990 Sound of the Sea compilation, They Showered Us with Beads and Flowers. The label was formed by our featured Artist of the Month. Alan Grandy is one of the most talented songwriters and nicest guys I have ever had the pleasure to know. From the early 80s to the early 90s, the vehicle for his music was the Terrible Parade. Grandy formed the band in 1982 with bassist Franklin Pursuit and drummer Scott Pickering, who would leave the band within the year, replaced by drummer Paul Strachan. Later in 1983, the band would add guitarist vocalist Marky Ray, and the Terrible Parade released a 10-inch flexi disc with this song as the lead-off track. Here's Sometimes I'd Rather Be Alone.
You're listening to the monthly podcast from The Listen Project. I'm your host, Chris Noga, the founder and chief archivist of the project. We just heard a second track from this month's featured artist, The Terrible Parade. Ed McMahon Says was first released in 1991 on the very first Cleveland Music Group cassette compilation, and then released backed with Telephone Man as a 7-inch single in 1992 on the Boston-based Presto Records. By that time, Alan Grandy was the only member left in the band recording recording this single with Pat Kim from Beatnik Termites, whom we heard from earlier, on drums and backing vocals. The band essentially is dissolved as Grandy focused on a solo career as well as joining the Jehovah Waitresses as their bassist and vocalist for two albums. Additionally, Grandy formed the previously mentioned Sound of the Sea Records to support the original music in Northeast Ohio, releasing albums by Jehovah Waitresses, The Waynes, Anna Nausea, Coltrane Wreck, and World in a Room to name a few. Personally, I will always be grateful to Alan for his support of my band, North by Northwest, by offering us supporting gigs for his Living Room Sessions series that he held at the Symposium in 1992, which helped us develop our live performance skills. we still got some ground to cover, so let's get back to it. When the Dandelion People broke up, guitarist vocalist Howard Missenmacher formed Al's Fast Freight. With a lean towards Roots Rock, the band released three albums, and this song is the title track from their 1997 CD of the same name. Here's Interstate Now, Daddy drives don't you know sometimes he's out?
We're back. You're listening to the Monthly Listen Project podcast, where we bring you a variety of Northeast Ohio music released from the mid-1970s to the turn of the 21st century. We just heard Killed Myself last night from the Floyd Band, the self-described spinal tap of punk. The track was featured on their 1990 album, I Burped and Puke Came Out My Nose, but this version was included on the 1989 Jim Clevo Presentations compilation, Another Listen is in Order. Frontman Floyd Eli Longworth was a familiar sight running his popular hot dog cart in downtown Cleveland for years until he moved to North Carolina in 2003. The band has reunited several times since then, most recently last September to open for the Death of Samantha reunion at the Fantasy Nightclub. Before the Floyd Band, we heard Phil from the legendary Earl Rays off the Jim Clevo Presentations Clearing the Air compilation. The Earl Rays were formed by guitarist vocalist Steve Henry and drummer Jeff Craig in the mid-1980s, with bassist Mark Simpson and for a short time guitarist Don Owens, who went on to form the Outcasts. He was replaced by guitarist Bernie Jungle, and the four-piece was very popular on the live music scene. They released two cassette EPs, and I, I believe... Phil was the band's swan song. Almost 30 years later, you can still find Earl Ray stickers in the bathrooms of the finer longtime music venues in the greater Cleveland area. Punk was important to the history of Northeast Ohio music. From Rocket to, from the Tombs to the Pink Holes to the Numbskull, among the many, punk and proto-punk found a solid home here. While punk was heavily driven by men, the ladies also had their say, and nobody said more than the Heathers. The band consisted of four veteran women rockers, vocalist Gina J, guitarist uh, Lisa Maringer and Rebecca Yodi, and former Vivian's bassist Ray Martello, anchored by Perubu drummer Steve Melman. Recorded at Bill Korecki's Mars Studio in 1996, and appearing on the band's only album, I Came, I Said, Here's Hitchhiker.
Listen Project Podcast. My name is Chris Noga. We just heard Downtown from the Mice. This was the, the lead-off track on their 1985 EP for Almost Ever After, released by Herb Jackson Records. I tend to use the word, word legendary probably too often, but the word truly describes the Mice. Formed by guitarist, vocalist, songwriter Bill Fox, his younger brother Tommy on drums, and bassist, vocalist Ken Hall, the band burned brightly, but quickly, from 1983 to 1988. The Mice were a throwback to power pop and garage rock sound of the 60s and 70s and had a huge sound for a power trail. At some point, I will devote an entire podcast to The Mice and to Bill Fox, who broke up the band on the eve of a tour in 1988, became a recluse, and then returned as a Bob Dylan for our generation in the late 90s. Until then, you can visit my YouTube channel for more Mice music. Before The Mice, we heard from First Word. My band played with First Word a couple of times, and they were great people to share a bill with. The band was led by singer-guitarist Dan Holt and his wife Kathy Siklosi, and this track, Stars Come Out Tonight, was featured on the band's Dead in Idaho EP in 1990. Dan Holt is still making music today, and you can catch up with him on his Facebook page. We've reached the end of another show. As always, I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Please continue to visit our website, www.listenclevelandmusic.com for news and new music and feel free to email me at chris at listenclevelandmusic.com if you want to contribute to the project or suggest a band or artist for the next podcast. I'm going to leave you with one of the best party bands that come out of Lorain County in the mid-80s. I have a live recording of this band from a show in 1988 at the Fantasy Nightclub and you can just tell they were all about the live performance. Don't believe me? The show is posted on my YouTube channel. Just search for Chris Noga. In the meantime, enjoy the B-side of the band's one and only release, Without You. Here's guitarist Eddie Stambaugh, bassist Scott Scoots Ritter, drummer Bill Juice Atkins, and guitarist vocalist William Russell Jones. Together, they were Max Crucial and the Crushers. See you next month, and thanks for listening.
Yeah.